to the Craft Beer Marketing Awards, Marketing on Tap Podcast. This is episode 15, and we are sponsored by the EGC Group, your CBMA's co-founders, and your podcast co-hosts, Jim McCune and Jackie DeBella. Hey. So, wow. Uh, I have to say my feet are still hurting from last week's CBC. My whole body hurts. I never realized that Denver's airport is the largest in the USA, mm-hmm. and that combined with the massive Colorado Convention Center and the sprawling Craft Brewers Conference Expo floor that had, I think, uh, more than 600 exhibitors, and CVMAs was one of them. We had an adorable little booth in the new exhibitors pavilion. Yeah. Uh, thank you to everybody uh, who came out to see me and Jim at our booth. Uh, it was super fun meeting our past winners and hopefully future winners. Uh, we just emailed all of you a special discount code for your entries. So definitely check your email for that. Um, it's a big savings. And for everyone else, uh, the CBMA's 2022 competition is officially underway and open for entries. So you definitely want to check that out for an early bird discount. Make sure you visit craftbeermarketingawards.com. Yeah, and special thanks to everyone who attended our award celebration evening with our presenting sponsor, Hillebrand, and all of the I Struck Gold sponsors. We had it at the uh, infamous Blake Street Tavern, which is an amazing bar and restaurant. Um, And we also had the opportunity to award and celebrate the CBMA's 2021 Industry Persons of the Year. And that went to Candace L. Moon. Uh, she's the craft beer attorney, and Chris Jacobs, who's the founder of Beer Zombies. Uh, they were this year's recipients, and they were voted in by their peers. Yeah, it's awesome. And big thanks to everyone who also came out to our seminar at CBC. Uh, we held one that was all about marketing trends and predictions for 2022. Uh, we quickly reached room capacity, uh, so thank you. We didn't know that we were going to be that popular. Um, they had to, you know, kind of close the doors and shoo some people away. So we're definitely sorry about that. But thank you for everybody who made it in. Yeah, I think we're going to need a bigger room. <laughs> definitely. No, but seriously, next year we'll make sure to secure a larger space. Uh, that was really awesome. And thanks to everyone who gave us that great feedback. And uh, glad it was so informative. Yeah, it, it really was great. Um, so today, welcome to the podcast um, out of Minneapolis, Minnesota, where CBC will be next year. Tyler Mathoon, uh, Director of Brand Development from over at Modest Brewing. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. I have always loved you guys' logo. It has that optical illusion thing going on, kind of like that box we used to draw and everything. You never knew if it was going in or out. Yeah, we, we like to play with a uh, little M.C. Escher-esque uh, things. Let's play little tricks on the eyes. Love it. Um, why don't you tell us a little about yourself, Tyler, and your background, um, and then get into a little bit more about Modest Brewing. We sort of get the understanding that you guys have a unique brew house, so I want to hear more about that as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so um, I've been at Modest for about two and a half years now, maybe three. COVID kind of messes time for me. Um, but I started, uh, I, I applied for actually a sales position uh, that I was completely unqualified for. Um, but uh, I'll, with my resume and I had my portfolio um, of some design stuff because prior to that, I was working at a liquor store running marketing for them. Um, 
but they're like, hey, uh, we're not going to offer you a sales position, but um, would you be interested in doing some design work for us? And so it started as like a part-time gig, just oh, doing wow. some labels here and there. And then uh, eventually they convinced me to leave my job uh, and come work at the brewery full-time to help with marketing. So um, started out pretty simple, just a few labels here and there. Uh, um, I started taking over social media um, and handling all the customer facing um, avenues. And, um, and now I, I like run the marketing for the most part. I still run all the customer facing and then I design uh, the majority of the labels. Um, and then I also manage any artists that we work with um, outside of the brewery for labels and events and stuff like that. Well, that's a lot of hats. And uh, I, you guys have a really, really awesome look. Um, what, what, do you guys have a unique brew house that you guys can like brew with like a fraction of the resources? Yeah. So we have what's called a mash filter. Um, and so in a traditional brew house, we, uh, it's called a lotter ton. Um, and that's how you separate the, the wart from all the grains. Um, and with the mash filter, uh, it uses hydraulics to, uh, extract all the, the sugars and nutrients from those grains. Um, and so since it uses that extra pressure, we can both use less grains and and less water in order to get the same result. Um, and then we can also brew with almost any type of grain at any percentage, um, which is unheard of with, with a typical brew house. So we've done 100% rye beers, um, which uh, in a normal brew house would clog up their system and then it would be just a mess. Um, but yes, yeah, so we use a fraction of the water a fraction of the electricity, fraction of the malts and grains, and uh, it's just way more efficient. Um, like we brewed uh, on Labor Day, we did a collaboration with uh, Horus, um, and it's just a big old stout that's going to be destined for barrels for like two to three years. Um, and the gravity uh, ended at 34 Play-Doh. Um, which is a huge beer uh, for any like brewing nerds out there. Um, and that took us about three hours to achieve. And it, with the traditional brew house, that, was, that would be about 18 hours worth of a brew day. So, oh, my gosh. That's incredible. Yeah. Don't you guys have a brew that called Gravity Sucks? Yeah. So that's uh, <laughs> uh, coming out this weekend. Uh, and so we teamed up with uh, – Midwest Skating Alliance, um, Wall Ride Games, um, and a few other local uh, companies to help raise money to uh, build a skate park uh, a couple blocks from a brewery. Um, and so this Gravity Sucks is uh, actually a video game too. So the video game makers, oh, Wall Ride Games, uh, they created a whole lot like app game for us that we've been playing here in the brew house for. Past like, wow, three awesome. days and not getting any work done. <laughs> <laughs> that's work. Yeah, it's addicting. We have a we have a, a internal contest going on of whoever gets the highest score gets a gift card to one of our uh, restaurant partners. I, I know you guys have a brewing philosophy, which is embracing creativity and unconstrained experimentation. But can you explain to our listeners what the modest brewing's marketing philosophy might be? Yeah, definitely. So um, we want uh, uh, 
the marketing to kind of follow the same suit as the beer. So um, our philosophy with beer is we don't necessarily care about beer styles. We just want the beer to be good. So we kind of look at the end product we of how we want it to taste, how we want it to look, how we want that mouthfeel to, to come across, and then we build back from that. And so same thing with uh, marketing. We, we do what the beer um, lends its hands to. So like for this one, uh, Gravity Sucks, it has to deal with skateboarding. Uh, and so why not do a video game to like help hype up this skate park and get it into more hands uh, and possibly get more donations for the skate park out of that. Um, and then we did a beer with um, Run the Jewels uh, last year to help uh, them promote their new song that was going into the Cyberpunk 2077 video game. Um, and so they gave us a base recipe, but we were able to make it our own. And so we took the label. Um, we made this really cool label that's reflective and it's got some of the characters from um, their song art. Um, and the marketing was part of this global thing uh, to promote this song in this video game. But we had people from all over the world like try and get their hands on it, you know? And yeah, it looks sick. If you guys don't, if you haven't seen it, Google that because uh, it's really amazing. And extending the brand like this into such cool new facets is, uh, to me, it's always so innovative and amazing. Yeah, and we just want to be able to um, not be held to any specific standard, really. Um, and so we, we really want the art of the label um, to reflect the uniqueness of the beer. So every label is unique and different um a lot of brands will have like the same set of label assets that they have that is consistent throughout their all the brands um but for us we work kind of wherever the name uh comes from we use the our our brewing team to kind of shoot ideas off of um and it's really a collaborative effort to to create these labels and uh consequential marketing well, it definitely translates, and uh, I'm a big fan of the artwork, and you can see the homogeny basically from everything through the can work to your mm -hmm. tasting room, and uh, you guys are always promoting artwork on the walls and have such a unique um, look and always uh, very creative murals, and it really all ties together for, for the Modest Brewing vibe. Yeah, and I love all the colors. I mean, everything just pops. You know, you guys at Modest, uh, you're no stranger to awards, but you guys did also take home a gold crushy this past year for best can design um, in the pandemic category. So can you tell us a little bit more about branding that one? Um, I believe it was a triple fruited beer, right? Um, and, and that design? Yeah, this was uh, one of our... Uh first dives into like very heavily fruited beers. Um, yeah, so the pandemic happened and uh, like everybody else, we didn't know what was gonna happen. Um, for a while, we uh, furloughed all the employees and it was just the owners who were working um, and then a few taproom staff to uh, do some like takeaway service. Um, but yeah, the, the ultimate goal was just trying to like figure out what's next uh, how how do we keep afloat? How do we 
can we continue to make beer? How do we keep employees employed? Um, and so through that, there came a lot of cool opportunities to work with other um, breweries or other restaurants who are going through the exact same thing. And so we wanted to reflect that within our beer labels. Um, I think it's really important that um, these conversations can happen. Uh, and the easiest way for us to do that as a brewery is to put it on a label and talk about it with the beer. Um, and so we tried our best to, um, A, be thankful for the healthcare workers that were on the front lines doing all their work to keep everyone safe and healthy. And then uh, we also wanted to pay homage to the fact that um, George Floyd was murdered a couple miles away from our brewery. Um, and so we wanted to do our best to create a conversation around these things. And Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So uh, on the label, there's um, a spot that says hashtag justice for George Floyd. And um, that happened when our taproom was closed and all taprooms were closed and restaurants were closed. Um, and we didn't really know what we could all do to help with that. Um, we ended up opening up our taproom space to um, a local nonprofit as a, a drop-off center for supplies for people affected by the uprising. Um, and then also helping those protesters to hydrated first aid kits for anyone who's injured and stuff like that. Um, and so we wanted to do the most we could to help the community because um, we're a part of it and, and we wouldn't be anywhere without our community. So, Wow. Kudos to you and your whole crew. Thank you. So I, uh, for anyone who wants to check out the artwork, go to craftbeermarketingawards.com and check out the 2021 winners list. And if you scroll down to Best Can Pandemic, you can check out Modest Brewing's art right here. And uh, Tyler's uh, listed here as the artist for Fruit City, which is this a playoff Sim City? Uh, it, it, yes and no. Um, <laughs> uh, we realized that it. Do I need to edit that out? No, 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 no. Um, we came up with the name and then someone else pointed out that it was just from SimCity. I was like, no, we just needed a way to, to promote fruit in these beers. <laughs> and so happy accident, I guess. Beautiful. Fruit City is this uh, um, town that we've created in our heads. And then we also have another beer called Fruitropolis that is like the downtown version of that uh, city. So it's got the, the skyscrapers in it. And so the idea behind, behind Fruit City is that uh, – once we do a bunch more of them, all the labels can line up and match and all the roads and bridges and whatnot will connect. Um, so there's like a long... I want to move in because it looks like a great place to live. Yeah, super fun. Lots of fruit, lots of things happening. <laughs> One question that came up a lot when we were out in Denver during CBC last week was brewers wanting to understand that organic marketing better and how to grow it and also what steps they could take to improve socially conscious marketing efforts, which I know you guys are great at. Any insight on that? Yeah, I mean, um, we haven't used paid uh, advertising for our beers ever since I've been here. We've done like a few here and there, some local publications. Um, and friends, but like social wow. media, the only thing we've ever really promoted were events. Um, and so I guess it comes down to us being consistent in 
how often we post. Um, the algorithms for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of them uh, favor consistency. Um, and so we have a pretty uh, intensive two posts a day um, uh, rhythm, I guess you could say. Oh, um, wow. That's wild. That two a day you're saying that you yeah, guys post? Yeah, two a day. Yep, and then we're always active in uh, responding to people or liking other brewery stuff uh, or other influencers stuff within like the same category that we're in, um, including like, restaurants too, so a beer adjacent. Uh, and that all gets you in the eyes of all those other people that follow them or are in the same groups as them. Um, and so we just try our, our best to A, have great content that we're posting, and then uh, a voice that kind of makes fun of itself. Um, we try not to take ourselves too seriously, and we, we've made many beers and references to, like, the Facebook group Beer People and just kind of make fun of them. Um, but, like, in, like, a good, like, joking manner. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, for us, it just kind of comes down to the way the brand is um, showcased. So... We, we're trying not to just be a beer brand, but almost like a lifestyle brand. Um, that can be through like the social activism. Uh, it can be through some of the projects that we work on, like the Gravity Sucks video game um, and these different things. It's, it's, we have this a nice rounded, um, nice well-rounded oil machine that can spit out things that aren't necessarily beer related but yeah. still beer adjacent. Well, please, if you're listening, go follow these guys, Modest Brewing on social media. Very colorful, very bright, always something really cool going on. So check them out. Uh, I have a random question for you because I was stalking your social earlier. Um, I'd love to know more about Forbidden Islands and how that became America's favorite fried chicken companion. Uh, it honestly, <laughs> I, I was... Uh, scrolling through Reddit and uh, an image popped up of some fried chicken in some water. And I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. And so I just built out a label with that idea in mind and pitched it to the team. And they're like, this is funny. I don't get it, but let's do it. <laughs> so like, it was just purely like I was just having fun, making fun of like labels in general, always having to be so serious. I love that. Serious. I love that. Yeah. So I think the idea is to do a series of forbidden somethings. So the next one is going to be forbidden canyons, and it's going to be a bunch of lasagna as opposed to like a canyon wall. And we'll just kind of <laughs> see That's where it incredible. goes from there. That's awesome. Yeah, so the beer itself has nothing to do with fried chicken. Um, it, I mean, it tastes good with fried chicken, but it wasn't meant to be, and uh, it's just funny label. I <laughs> love it. All. What trends do you see as far as technology goes? Like pretty much on-demand beer uh, is kind of the next phase. I mean, there's Tavour, there's uh, a few other uh, home delivery beer websites, uh, and I see those just growing exponentially. People's uh, attention spans are getting much smaller so uh, and much shorter, so ways to uh, keep people engaged longer is going to be huge. And the yeah. easiest way to do that is get on, onto someone's phone. Definitely. Um, and so I yeah. see that just growing a lot more in the next 10, five, five, 10 years. 
Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, anything else we should look out for this year coming from Modest Brewing? Um, I don't know. It's always, we never really know what's coming up until like a month into it. <laughs> um, we're trying right. to do a lot of things um, to have more conversations around like sexual harassment in, in, and um, more talks about diversity in the beer industry. Um, we're working with some nonprofits to help create conversations about around those things. So um, there's a, a nonprofit here in Minnesota called MinCASA, which is Minnesota Coalition Against Sexual Assault. Um, we are working with them to create a, a beer um, to have a conversation around consent and alcohol. Um, and so that's a project that's going to be coming out hopefully in the next five months or so. Uh, we had a few setbacks in it that it's, push the deadline back quite a bit. Um, but we have that coming up at some point. And then uh, eventually we have a cool new event space that's going to be popping up here in our brewery um, that might include a rooftop patio. So that'll be fun. Nice. Because um, right now our patio is pretty small. Um, it can maybe fit 20 to 30 people comfortably. Mm -hmm. And so to add a, a rooftop element would increase our taproom capacity almost double. So yeah, cool. for sure. And just in time for CBC to come to town next year. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, other than that, I don't know really what else is going on. We have a bunch of projects that can't really talk about yet um, or like dream projects that one day maybe I'll have time to do. But Understandable. <laughs> You guys always have something cool going on, and uh, I guess you have all of us kind of uh, embarking on you this year at some point, right? Is that May? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, that's one good thing. Uh, uh, Jackie and I getting over to visit you should be uh, pretty obtainable. Yeah, absolutely. We'll we'll definitely have some uh, beers out poking fun at the beer industry. That's for sure. Well, thank you so much, Tyler, and congrats to Modest Brewing for everything great that you guys are doing. We can't wait to have a beer this year with you, and we will see you soon. All right. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. We'll Thanks, talk to Tyler. you guys soon. Adios. Cheers.